Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the Texas Business Journals, brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. In this episode, San Antonio Business Journal reporter Mitchell Parton features Jason Kemp, president of Vita Nova Brands. Welcome to Texas Business Minds. Today, we're talking to the leader of a company that you probably haven't heard of yet, but you've heard of its restaurants such as Old Country Buffet or what used to be a buffet. We'll talk about that soon. Furs, Zio's Italian Kitchen, Sushi Zushi, among many others. Jason Kemp, president of Vita Nova Brands. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So, Jason, as I said, this is a newer company that probably people haven't heard of Vita Nova Brands. So, so tell us a little bit about the new company and kind of how it was formed and what, what exactly you all are. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So we were a management company prior to Vita Nova and usually we were, uh, we were formed by myself and some other partners that were, you know, prior, uh, long time restaurant guys. And we got together and took over one of our first concepts, which was a franchisee system. And then we ended up uh, taking over through our success of cost uh, cutting. Basically, we were able to turn around many brands that were had a downward trajectory. And and then when the beginning of the year and the pandemic started to hit and being that we were a management company before it was very difficult for us to make decisions that were best for each one of the brands because not every one of the brands had the same investors and the same owners. So when the pandemic hit, we were able to really get together as a team and were able to get many of the uh, brands that we managed under our control through a new investor group and some of the old investors. And, and we were really able to put together uh, something that we felt like was going to be able to grow beyond how our growth before was really through cost efficiencies. Our growth going forward was really through job preservation uh, first and foremost, and then through, uh, trying to attract new revenue streams to these, you know, what were singular revenue stream locations. So we're very fortunate that we have that ability to each one of the brands, I think, you know, on their own would have had, you know, like many other restaurant brands would have had a very difficult and challenging time period right now. And I think that by getting the best people together of all the different brands and really coming together as a team and creating that, that team environment on how do we really preserve jobs, preserve brands and start to build something that we can all grow from. And that's how we became Vita Nova Brands. Great. And obviously the pandemic had quite an impact, especially on your buffets and, and obviously your other restaurants as well. Tell me a bit about how, how the pandemic impacted your businesses and what steps you took kind of immediately after that happened and where you went from there. Yep. So most of the businesses that we managed were buffet businesses or full service restaurant businesses. So both segments of the restaurant industry were decimated very early on when, you know, in March when the the lockdown really hit. So when that really hit, it was, it was really within 
the first, uh, probably by the third week of the, towards the end of the second week and beginning of the third week of the lockdown, that we really realized that this is not going to be a quick thing. This is going to be a longer term you know, issue. And that in order for us to survive, we really needed to come together as a team and really figure out how we're going to do that. I think like with many, many restaurant chains, that we will see happening or or will have happened by the time this comes out that we will see that the chains themselves will find it difficult to rebrand themselves post pandemic and and I think that you have some chains that you know that obviously won't have to rebrand themselves because they weren't hurt during the pandemic, you know, i.e. quick service, you know, most of the, you know, if you had a, if you had a very strong to go and off premise before the pandemic, then you were really in a position, you know, during post pandemic to, to grow. So, you know, for us, it's, uh, we really see that the pandemic gave us the opportunity to pivot and do something that would have taken years for years and, and a lot of capital to pivot these brands into something that would create growth for them. And especially the buffets, I mean, the segment in itself was a deteriorating segment. It's one that was not pretty and not fun for people to visit. And buffets became largely value propositions. And I think that, you know, for us that we're going to start you know, working on changing, not just, you know, the value proposition, but make it so that, you know, you don't, the buffet is no longer there. It's still, but it's still the, the, all you can eat. It's just now at your seat. Yeah. Let's talk about that a bit. We wrote about this a, a month or two ago. So you're calling them AYC marketplaces. So instead of old country buffet, it's old country AYC marketplace and uh, the same for your other buffets. So tell me kind of what was your approach to reinventing these buffets and the new concept you have there? So many of the concepts, each one of the, the former buffets, hometown, old country, furs, Ryan's, they, all had strong brand appeal, even going into the pandemic. And they all had very lengthy time periods to which they could build that brand appeal. And they all started off with incredible recipes. And I think that what we did was when we decided to build the Ace Marketplace was, one, we realized that the value proposition of what the brands represented was not going to go away. So we weren't going to change that. So we knew we had to keep the all you can eat, which is the, the ACE. And, and we knew that we needed to keep that somehow into the recognition of the value proposition. But at the same time, what we've been doing behind the scenes is we've really been going back to our roots on getting back to, you know, recipes that are 50, 60, you know, some that are even 80 years old that uh, that really drove the value and the and the demand in in a lot of the early years of these concepts that that are going to redrive that that demand back. And I think that, you know, by us changing our model on how we provide that value proposition of all you can eat, but still providing that value. And then we added on the fact that we have the different brands that have many different, you know, recipes that are very awesome. You know, there's 
like the furs. They have a mac and cheese recipe that was just incredible. And, and many years before us, it had been changed and, you know, multiple times. And so we, during the pandemic, we said, you know what, let's go back to that original recipe. Let's figure out how to do it. And again, the team came together. We went through every one of the brands and said, let's figure out who has the best of what. And really went through them all and said, you know what, we're going to keep providing the same good food that built these brands but at the same time we're going to be able to add additional good food that's from the other brands so that way you know what when you go into a furs ace marketplace you know you're going to get the best furs mac and cheese but you're also going to get some of the best jalapeno biscuits that you could have gotten that you would have never received at first pre-pandemic. But because of the way the team came together and transitioned, we were able to take Ryan's buffet, uh, their jalapeno biscuits, and now we have it, we'll have it at every one of the Ace Marketplaces. So whether you're a Furs or an old country or a hometown or a Ryan's, you'll have the Furs best 50 plus year old mac and cheese recipe you'll have the ryan's best jalapeno bread recipe and and so forth so we're really you know kind of taking the best of each one of these brands and saying look you know those are the best things let's let's put all these together and that's how we came up with the ace and really driving to where instead of the brands were separate it was it was really trying to say look you know what that the same customers are going to go to a FERS that might be in Texas and they're traveling to California, we want them to know that, hey, they can go to a, a hometown Ace Marketplace and they're going to try some some things that are just specific for hometown there, but at the same time, they might be able to get their favorite FERS mac and cheese too. You mentioned earlier that this was a big shift for your company in forming this new organization, but how did you go about motivating your your employees, your investors, your executives, your even your customers about this new concept? And how did you convince them that this will work and this is this is what we're going to do? And how do you approach leadership in that sense? So I am a crowdsource type of person. So you know, first and foremost was I started with myself and said, okay, let's you know what's the best way to to motivate and to get the troops going. And, and the thing about it is that when you get the right people together and you get a team together that wants success and drives on success and you get the collaboration going, then that's really what allowed us to really develop the team. And, and then, and then when you do that and you start asking for their opinions and not only asking for it, but it's saying, Hey, look, your opinion not only matters, we're going to make decisions based on that opinion. Then people really, really, really get motivated. And it was very, and it was simple. You know, I started with myself, you know, you have a first meeting, you get a, you know, a handful of people and out of the handful of people, you get half of them, you know, kind of motivated. And then, you know, again, the crowdsource and then those had that half will get the other half that wasn't motivated. They'll get motivated. And just as people start to see what was so pessimistic going into that meeting, that was the, at the end of the second, beginning of the third week of the lockdown, where you have everybody on the phone, right? You can't see anybody's faces. No one's seen each other for, for you know, several weeks, and no one knows what's going to happen. The c- country is a complete lockdown. 
So, I mean, you, you have restaurants that are completely zero revenues. And so it's, uh, but when you get people together and you say, hey, look, you know what? No matter what happens, whether this is going to take two months for the pandemic or it's going to take a year and a half, let's look at our organization today and figure out how we can change today to last longer than that year and a half. And that's what we did. You know, unfortunately, some people at the very beginning of that on that phone call that we had during the first couple of weeks of the lockdown, some of those people aren't with us. You know, sadly, they couldn't see see the vision and they decided uh, or we decided to to part ways. Those were the only people during all of this that left our company. We had we didn't let anybody go for any other reasons, anything pandemic related. So I think that being a restaurant business saying, you know what, we're not going to sit idle and let's figure out how we can turn around. We have all these brands. Let's think about what's the best thing to do. But how do we get entrepreneurial and you drive it? And then, you know what, once you start driving one, one leads to another. And then, you know, two leads to four, you know, and it multiplies from there, four to eight, eight to six, you know, 16, then the 32, 64, 128 and goes from there. So, so at the end of the day, you know, and I will tell you this, the one thing that we did that, that we weren't able to do as a management company pre pandemic was we didn't have complete control over the benefits that were offered to each one of the brands because, you know, again, different owners, they had different, you know, benefit packages and what have you. Well, by us getting all of the brands together, we were able to immediately made an immediate impact. When we came together as Vita Nova, the very first thing that we did was we immediately increased the amount of coverage for every single one of our full-time employees' health insurance. We increased the amount that we were covering by 50% so that we were above industry standards on, on health insurance benefits. So, you know, that right there... I think is what really drove everyone to see that, Hey, look, this company isn't about cost cutting. It's not about the bottom line of making that dollar. No matter what we went from that type of, of company to this year to when we became Vita Nova, we became the company that cared and we really got, I mean, it's, it's employees first and they, and I'll tell you that that is the number one reason why we are, successful today. And, and I think it's very difficult for restaurant chains today that are, if you, if you weren't, if you're not a, a fast casual or a quick service restaurant right now, meaning that if you're a full service or a buffet, then you're really hurting. And I don't know of any full service or buffets that are saying right now that we're expanding and we are. So we're, we would only be able to do that because of the people. I can tell you that's the only way we would be where we're at today. Jason Kemp joining San Antonio Business Journal reporter Mitchell Parton. In our next segment, Kemp talks expansion in the midst of the pandemic. When Texas Business Minds continues. 
I'm Rich Grigasco, President and CEO of Texas Mutual Insurance Company. To everyone who has been hard at work providing the things we need during this crisis, we say thank you. You truly are essential and we're proud to be on the job with you. More at TexasMutual.com slash on the job. Continuing our conversation on Texas Business Minds, as Vitanova Brands President Jason Kemp joins San Antonio Business Journal reporter Mitchell Parton. You mentioned expansion. How exactly are you expanding and what's on the horizon for you? Basically, we have, we've been, you know, with the pandemic, it gave us uh, opportunity to exit some uh, locations that were, you know, that were, you know, just over time, I mean, you know, buffet, most of the buffet restaurants have been in their locations for 20, 30, 40 years. So it just, there's just a natural growth and natural change of environment that occurs over that, over decades. And, and so we've had, you know, uh, a handful of restaurants that we have been able to exit the leases that were, you know, very much draggers on our profitability. When it's all said and done, we believe we'll have roughly, 30 plus full service restaurants from uh, all of our, from our non ACE marketplaces. And then we'll have roughly 60 plus uh, ACE marketplaces that will have uh, the three revenue streams. So they'll have the, they'll still maintain the all you can eat, but at your seat uh, value uh, proposition. Then they'll have the marketplace proposition, which is this grocery revenue stream that uh, we're really developing strongly. By the time this comes out, we should have uh, roughly several hundred SKUs in that marketplace, which uh, we think is is a really strong number of products to offer that are based on all of our restaurant brands. So, which is really kind of a cool thing in itself that basically you can go into a small, you know, convenient size area and you're getting pre-marinated steaks that Tahoe Joe's uses in the restaurant and and take it home and have your restaurant style quality meal at your own convenience in your own private uh, enjoyment area. So, you know, we're really excited about that. And then the biggest growth that we have is inside these other 60 former buffet boxes that we're now turning into these multi-revenue streams is the to-go kitchens. Uh, Togokitchens.com is what we're putting all of our individual brands under. So Sushi Zushi, uh, we took the 10 to 15 best items that Sushi Zushi has to offer. Zios, we have uh, roughly the same amount, 10 to 15 items. Don Pablo's, we have, uh, you know, Don Pablo's was at one point a hundred plus uh, unit uh, Mexican chain that is uh, has some a tremendous following and has great recipes that have been around for decades. So we've brought that back. And, and then we're also really excited about, I know it's kind of a, it's kind of jumping on a, it sounds like it's jumping on a bandwagon uh, as far as wings, but we have a, a concept that we created called wing and go, but you know, myself and, and a few of my current investors that came over with me, we were the largest and most successful Buffalo wild wings franchisee. And we sold our entire 40 plus units back to the corporate entity uh, when it was public. And, uh, and so when we did that, we were on a five year non-compete, which ended in August. So we have been planning on uh, developing a wing concept and we're really excited about it. 
we know wings very well. We, we, we've been in wings, you know, back in since 2001, when we be, first became a Buffalo Wild Wings franchisee. So we're really excited. And back then we had, uh, the territories of Texas, New Mexico, and Hawaii. And I, and we had the highest volume restaurants in the entire chain when we were franchisees. So we're really excited about the opportunities we have. And I think that that also builds to kind of the whole environment and culture of team that we're putting together, because when there is positivity and there's something for everyone to work towards. And we have basically three different things that we're working towards. So we have, you know, the, the, the former buffets that we're converting into aces. Uh, and then we have uh, the marketplaces that we're putting in the buffet in the, into the aces. And then we have the to go kitchens.com, which is going to be just an incredible growth strategy for us. The, the to go kitchens.com will be something to where we'll be able to take that, that, whole concept and go into uh, and do an acquisition of another concept and we would be able to then bring in to gokitchens.com and add it to every one of those locations of that acquisition company, thus adding multiple concepts and revenue streams to locations of, of companies that we acquire. So it's unique model. It's, it's different and it's one where you know, the difference, you know, getting back to the original question, the difference between uh, then and now is that, you know, then was we were a management company that was focused on cost savings. And today we're a growth company that's focused on on preserving jobs and creating growth in an industry that's been decimated. So we're pretty excited. Well, Jason, thanks so much for joining us. It's always great to hear about all the seems like a million things you all have going on and all these different new ideas for these different restaurants that people really know and love. So thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Mitchell. Very much appreciated for your time. Thanks again to Vita Nova Brands President Jason Kemp for joining us. And thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Texas Business Journals and brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Texas.